Hello, Catherine. Hello, Corey. Oh, love this accent you're giving me. Oh, thank you, darling. Love this accent you're giving me. Which is like a American, like, nondescript accent. American nondescript hasn't had the cold brew. Have had the cold brew. Have We're, not. Ooh, yep, yep. You can tell by the timbre. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been cleansed yet. <laughs> cleansed. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what like I feel like a, a cold brew just you know it just cleanse, cleanses the spirit. That's okay. really what a good cold brew does. Oh, I'll tell my doctor that. Mm-hmm. As to like why you need more of them in your life. Yes. Yeah. I need ten glasses a day. Ten. I no, would. I don't. Yeah. Did be deceased if I drank that much caffeine. I don't. So I'm one of those people that doesn't need coffee every day. Like it's not this like it is a nectar of the gods or of the of the universal spirits that you so choose to believe or not believe in like it's great it's delicious not a necessity for me though what about you i never you're are you an everyday coffee person i try not to because i don't want to be addicted Mm. i drink it i've been drinking it a lot more though just because like i enjoy it i i don't know i don't know it's just like a ritual not a ritual nothing is summoned um (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) do go on (laughs) um i just enjoy that it's something i i enjoy my mornings a lot like intensely Mm. so i just want them to be full every day to maybe an unhealthy amount of like um excitement so I just pour everything in, like, my body, I suppose, that represents breakfast. Yeah. Or good things, like things that bring you joy, which includes cold brew. Yeah. Absolutely. Cold brew arguably is the staple of your morning joy. Yes. Yeah. Or I, I'm, not, I'm not picky. I will have a tea. So. <sighs> wow. The take of the century. <laughs> I'm not picky. I will have a tea. <laughs> I was sick a few weeks ago, and let me tell you what. I've never, ever in my, like, in all of my years, and I've had many years, <laughs> I have never had that much tea over the span of, like, a one-week period that I than I did when I was sick. Um, I had, like, a lot of gunk in my throat, and, like, even though we've all had colds before... Because of the pandemic, I hadn't been sick for like two years. I just hadn't, I had been so germophobic and avoiding people and not having contact that sort of, so I caught germs like I just wasn't being careful enough, wasn't using the sanitizer. Um, Whatever had happened, I caught, I caught, I caught him, Corey. I caught the germs. And I just like rotationally around the clock, unless I was like sleeping through the night was having tea. Like if I finished a cup of tea, there was probably hot water on the stove. Like, let's go. Just keep them coming. And (laughs) I like, yeah. And I even had it. So I like felt bad using tea bags. So then I was like, okay, well I can use one tea bag for two cups of tea. And I had a tablespoon out and I just had like the jar of honey. It was, it was a whole setup and it was, I, I became a very big tea person that week. So I can understand if you're willing to bend the rules for a tea because a really good tea uh, literally changes <laughs> lives. 
Yeah, it made you yeah. feel better. It did. It took. Oh, it took too long. I have one. Of, I have one of those complexes about me, where when I'm sick, I'm like, ah, I am strong woman. Like, I can. I can beat this. And I don't just let my body do the thing it needs to do, which is just shut down completely. Like your body is telling you that something is very wrong when you're sick. So you need to just like stop the presses and lay down and rest and like obviously drink your body weight and tea and, and fluids. But I still felt like I could be social. And so I would like talk to people or I would, you know, I would, I, I had to work. And if I had just rested longer in the beginning, I felt like it wouldn't have lasted as long. So pro tip, when you get sick, just, you just got to shut her down, which I'm not good at. Yeah. Yeah. Did you find it to be hard? Because some days you're uh, working remotely from home, right? Or Yeah. So since the pandemic, my working style has shifted to like a hybrid, which um, means that I'm home more than I'm in the office. Yeah. Did you find it hard to like uh, step away when you were sick? In some ways, yes, because it, similar to the beginning of the pandemic when I started working from home for the first time, that delineation of like personal time and putting like just shutting down for the night, those were very blurred lines because it's like, well, my if my laptop's open, I can just quick answer an email or I can quick like work a little bit later. I'm already home. I don't have that commute or anything like that. So when I was sick, even though I wasn't feeling good, I was still logging in and like working more so just to keep up than anything else. But also it was really difficult because because it was all in my throat, I couldn't I couldn't take meetings. So I was like having a difficult time like conveying that to my co- to my coworkers and then like a couple calls I took like I needed them to explain the situation to me, but I had to be very upfront that like I could not talk and so they would talk and I would just type back all of my responses. <laughs> and so there were some like conversations were just like a huge one-sided conversation. <laughs> Because I had to type out all my responses, but I did the best I could because, yeah, I was, it was hard to like step away and just really like take a sick day. I think I only took one in particular to just like sleep, <laughs> which helped a lot. Um, but yeah, that's something that I, I, I found out. I, and not, not necessarily the hard way, like being sick was hard, but I just, I felt like it was much longer lived than it needed to be. But I think, again, right, my body just kind of went into shock of like, oh, crap, like I haven't felt like this in a while. I don't really know like how to bounce back quickly or um, what I need to do to take care of myself. So, yeah, Yeah. it was it was a strange experience, but we're doing better now and thankful. Yeah, thankful for that. And I am uh, boosted and I have my flu shot like I'm just like hulked out over here with (laughs) with everything I can with everything I can to protect myself so nice yeah that feels good too (laughs) how have you been how are you doing good good yeah this uh we're getting into the colder period of uh the year aren't we says say ye who lives in California yeah (laughs) it's chilly it is I'm wearing a nice uh what is this it's a sweater of sorts. I always forget crew neck. A crew neck sweatshirt. We are both wearing crew necks oh today. Gosh. Hello. Twinsies. It's like we planned it. Uh, well, we didn't. We can say we did. No one sees us. We, Corey, <laughs> this would not be the first time we'd lied on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like chilly cold season. You just got yourself a new cardigan that you were showing off the other week. It's flowy and beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Have you been it- able to wear it? Oh, I wear it too much. Um, what do you call it? Sorry, my, I interrupted. Oh, yeah. I call it my librarian cardigan because I feel like like very smart, very comfy, very <laughs> like you'll just see me zipping up and down those book aisles. Like you you won't see me. You'll see my cardigan because it's so long and flowy. Oh, we'll just catch literally the tail end of it because it legitimately like has a flowy tail, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> I wore it like inappropriately going like out to a bar because I'm like I'm not dancing in this I'm just here to walk around and flow so I'm just here to flow (laughs) that's the that's when you know you've made it in life when you're going out to the bars not to have a good time but to flow (laughs) (laughs) just flow in the wind (laughs) just flow in the wind oh my gosh I love it I love that you love this cardigan that's wait okay so where did you find it uh there's a company called ASOS, A-S-O-S. Mm, okay. um, Shout out to ASOS. Way to make a good cardigan. Yeah. And yeah. they, so I don't know anything about them. I <laughs> I think they're based in Europe. Um, All right. So they have like different styles. Like they have a lot of like, I think oversized is a style these days. I, um, oh, I think so. I Boy, seen we a- are the wrong people to ask <laughs> <laughs> with our crew neck sweater type thing. This is this is cash, cash Sunday fun day. Yeah. I wish everyone could have just seen what you did with your arms. It was like little mini like raise the roofs, but only your shoulders were moving. And it was very it was everything. It but was yeah, a cash casual is the word that you were going for. It was, oh, no, it was it's a casual. Cash- Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're yes, you are my favorite human. Thank you for asking. Oh. A cash Sunday look for us is a crew neck sweatshirt. Yeah. Or your librarian cardigan. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they have like a lot of oversized stuff. So I've really been getting into like the bigger trying to like if there's air, it'll lift me into the sky type of clothing. <laughs> is this similar to like the higher the heel, the higher the go- the higher to God thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like, if I can just catch that breeze, I'll be, you know, closer. <laughs> just flying into the sunset type just of thing. Just whisked away <laughs> by the spirits that yeah. they may be. That, I would say, uh, is like, you may, in your ritual, you may not have summoned anything, but that cardigan, that cardigan or that oversized clothing is going to summon just, just everything. And it's nice to hide. Like, I'll just, you know, hide behind it. And it's an invisibility, invisibility cloak. So no one can see me. <laughs> so really the trend is, is very, it's, it's very um, helpful. It's not for fashion. Yes. It's for function. Absolutely. No, but mm-hmm. it's also fun to like, to like feel your clothing like on you in a way, in a different way. If that makes sense. <laughs> like, so the wind's going to flap something in my face and it's my clothing. Or, like, I'm walking down the street. I don't know. It's just, like, a different feel. And it's, like, when... See, I'm doing the thing with my arms again. Like, the Sunday it's a fun very, day. No, it's a very <laughs> animated story. This is really fun for me. It's it's just, like... I don't know how to explain it. Because, okay, think of... Okay, everyone, just sit in your seats. Stop driving your car. Just hit the brake. <laughs> let people rear-end you. Smell the um, smells. <laughs> So like let people remind you. 
He said stop. <laughs> Don't do Carry that. On. It's probably too late, though, if you just did that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so the clothing you have, let's say it's not, like, flowy or anything, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's there. It's kind of, like, I would say rigid. Or it's just, like, tightly attached to you, right? Like, it's, okay. it's very needy. Where... <laughs> Um, like a light and flowy clothes, it's like it's like with you. It's like a wingman in a way, where it's like there, but very loosely. But then when the wind picks up, it'll like go where it wants to, but it'll still stay with you. So it's like mm-hmm. you're both like independent spirits in this world, and you're just flying around. And that's what like that's what like a nice loose fitting piece of clothing like feels for me. Is like yeah, I have all the power of like two energies on me and I'm coming at you. Especially with, we're going to circle right back, come full circle to that cardigan, right? You have a whole librarian persona Mm -hmm. in that cardigan. You take on a whole new form Mm -hmm. with all that energy and flowy spirit. And I'm like, oh, you're looking for this book? Let me show you. And I just (laughs) take off. I just take off. Yeah. And come back with nothing because you're not at a library. <laughs> Nor do I know what I'm doing. No. So. Well, I love I love that description of clothing that it can have its own form and energy and like give you the energy that it wants. Like some, maybe some people love the tighter fitting clothing. I know I like to mix and match it. Like I like the top mm-hmm. and bottom to both have their own vibe going of like loose top, tight bottom, tight top, loose bottom kind of thing. Yeah. Like I like to, I like, I don't know, I like the balance of that. And to me, that's also more com- comfortable as well because it's like everything isn't stuck like right to my body, nor do I feel like I will parachute away in the breeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will not act like the parachute that pops out when you go off a jump in Mario Kart and it just like, bah, pops out. <laughs> pops. Like, the squirrel one is my personal favorite. <laughs> I don't know that one. It's just a big squirrel. Oh. Hard stop. <laughs> That's all it is. Are you picturing a squirrel? You're doing it right. Oh. I wasn't, so shoot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love I love that you are on a, a fun journey with your clothing. Yeah. Um, your cardigans, your coffee, you're just living the good life. Yeah, all the C's. Cardigan, coffee, Corey. Huh. Ooh, ah, uh, oh, ooh. <laughs> I'm on fire. <laughs> that, was, that was a C. Didn't work out that well. See what you did there? Ah, that was not the letter C either. No. <laughs> Good try. Wow. Close enough. Close enough. In the last episode, I did ask you, I was like, okay, if you were to plan a perfect party. Like if you were to invite, well, no, open-ended question. Maybe there's no invites. If you were to plan or have host attend, be what be be what be it whatever role it may be. The perfect party is happening. Who are you? What is your role in that party, and what kind of party are you at? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm going to take this question. Okay, because there, there's not that many bounding boxes, it sounds like, rules or guidelines. Like, is this grounded in reality? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm going to say no. 
Because it's your, it's your perfect. Perfect is a bad word because perfection does not exist. What you would find to be the most joyful or fulfilling party experience. Okay. So I do have something grounded in reality that I will also improv off of a little bit. All right. So you know those parties where they have the headphones and it's like some people have like different colors on them and whoever's uh, has the same color as you, you're listening to the same song. I, Ooh, what are those I think called? they're called a, a silent disco. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the most fun to like either. I don't like hosting that much, but if I was hosting a party, uh, host a silent disco, um, but also like in like a, a non-grounded sort of way, like be in a party atmosphere where you can just like tune and like connect with like someone because like it's always so hard to talk to someone when Kelly Clarkson is blaring. It's like, we love you, Kelly, but I need to talk to this lovely human in front of me. We're having a moment, Kelly. Yeah, a moment like this. I think you would understand. Some people wait a lifetime. For a moment like this. You know, some people search forever. For that, I don't need to kiss anyone. That was the next line, one special kiss. Special, yeah, so, significant. Sorry. Sorry to your husband. Uh, <laughs> I guess maybe I was talking to him. But anyway. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, kind of like, and I also love technology. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. that that blend of like human interaction, technology, uh, silence, which I also enjoy. <laughs> so <laughs> all my favorite things. Silence, technology, and human connection are all facets of your of your ideal party so it's like a silent disco but also it like like so the people at your party are are you always having the headphones on or do you have moments where you take the headphones off but that's sort of like where you were mentioning that it's not grounded in reality like is there a different reality where like you for lack of a better term like catch a vibe off of someone else and you're like oh like i sense that like we have similar interests or like i'm sensing that you're also here to not connect with people so like i would like to connect with you like is there any part of that or is it always like the dance party atmosphere where you don't have to talk to people so i don't know how silent discos work but like yeah i i think like if you're dancing also like you just need a break and get some juice um just some like juice juice i was thinking about alexis from Shit's creek when she's sick and she goes dad can you get me some juice and i just <laughs> love that um oh yeah when you're getting juice and like I just assume you would take your headphones off and it's just like silent because there's no music except for like, so Ben, I think found like it was on Tumblr or something and found a video of like a silent disco. And all it is, is like uh, foot noises and some sneaker squeaks. That's all a silent disco is. And it's like, okay, I can like talk to that rhythmic beat of sneakers. So yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I think it, yeah. I think it'd be really interesting to go to a silent disco I've never been to one, but to then like to right to then take your headphones off and if if some if someone's listening to music that is just their jam, like if they're going hard and you just see them but all you hear is like panting and like <laughs> like you hear them like whispering along to the words. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
that is see that's just fantastic i just love like awkwardness and just like oh that's so great wait question do you get secondhand embarrassment when watching like a tv show i don't know if i know what that is because like people say that about like steve carell in the office and i don't get that i'm more like oh i feel bad for you that you think like this is appropriate Mm, okay so what secondhand embarrassment is, um, my sister should come on the podcast and tell you all about it because she is the reigning supreme leader of the I don't, or, like that she always gets, always, always gets secondhand embarrassment. Like she'll watch things like halfway turtled inside of her shirt or like her hood will be pulled all the way over her eyes because she's so uncomfortable. But essentially what it is is like your interpretation of like, I feel bad that you think that's inappropriate or that you think that's appropriate Hers is like the opposite where it's so uncomfortable that like they are unaware or the fact that like um, whatever is happening is so inappropriate that like you feel like you're in the room witnessing this, witnessing it like continuing to go on. Like and that's where Steve Carell is the perfect example as Michael Scott from The Office because like Mm -hmm. he took the bit and then he always it was like it just kept going or like that was his entire character on that show was always just this like second like you would get secondhand embarrassment from him just because everything that he said was so blatantly inappropriate or awkward yeah (laughs) so like she'll get really bad secondhand embarrassment like because of that like she's embarrassed for him okay yeah that's interesting yeah yeah no i don't think i get that okay So that was like, so to me, that would be like what I would experience watching someone at a silent disco. If I were to take my headphones off, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like it is silent in here and you are just having a rager. (laughs) And like, it would just be a really interesting experience to be on the silent part of that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a really, it's, I mean, it clearly is like a good party model. People are doing this. People do yeah. have silent discos. Now, where would it happen? Is there any place in particular, like your home, like that you would feel most comfortable? And again, you don't have to be the host of the party too. You can arrive. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I like going to parties more than having the party just because, like, I don't like cleaning up, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I know. I don't, somewhere close. Get a ride. Just arrive in my librarian cardigan. Yeah. I have to take it off to dance. But <laughs> Is her name Carol? Carol the cardigan? Carol the cardigan, yes. <laughs> For Corey with your cold brew? Yes. All the C's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that would be a lovely night. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? What's your uh, party, party? Party, party. Um, well, I was just recently introduced to the term spoons with regards to like your personal energy. And you're giving me a face that says you've never heard of this before. Yes, that is correct. All right. Perfect. All right. Well, let me tell you something about spoons. So my sister and her friend group, introduced me to the concept of spoons that every person has a set of spoons metaphorical spoons i'm using air quotes that you have that represent the amount of energy you have inside of you and some of those spoons need to go directly to you you need to feed yourself you need to take care of yourself you have you know you have to have the spoons for your basic needs things that affect those spoons include depression right depression affects your ability to do like the basic functions of the day so if you are someone who has is 
like suffers from depression or, or has bouts of depression, sometimes you have less spoons because all of a sudden you don't have the spoons that you used to have to do the things that uh, take care of you. Mm-hmm. Then there are the spoons that take care of others. There's like, you know, uh, if you're in a relationship or if you have kids, you have to have spoons to be able to like take care of other people in your family, take care of your partner, or just in general, like if you're in a social situation and you're needing the spoons to be social and to be out and about. So there's just like this um, this number of spoons and it's different for everybody. So it's really important to remember that, that you might have more or less spoons than someone else, which the, the clearest example is an introvert versus an extrovert. So I have a lot more spoons to be social than you do just by mm-hmm. nature because you are more introverted. But the thing of it is, is you never know when you're going to run out of spoons. And for me, I started to notice that like the capacity or the spoons to be able to like get through a day changed a lot with the pandemic because I all of a sudden needed a lot more me time. And I really started to enjoy like a quieter night being like inside versus outside Um, being able to like reset and recharge with something that um, we've talked about before like you you and I both love our mornings because that's like dedicated me time for me as well Mm -hmm. and so the spoons um, metaphor comes in when I talk about like if we're um, gonna do something social like in the morning I might have a lot of spoons but then by the afternoon if I'm not feeling up to it something that we say is I ran out of spoons Mm. and so it's just a really easy Um, universal way to just be like you know what it's just not going to happen for me I ran out of spoons I can't come to this event tonight or I can't be there like I wanted to maybe I'm virtual maybe we just talk on the phone instead of like meeting up for coffee things like that so all of that to say that's how the spoons analogy comes in so if if it's something I really like it and I've started to to tell more people about it because then it's, it's just easier to like talk about where I'm at throughout the day yeah um especially at the end of the day like my sister and I both now were like, yep, I don't have, like, do you have the spoons to do this? Do you feel like you can, you know, show up fully for, for the thing that I need? Um, so I would love a party that caters to all the spoons. <laughs> and <Yeah>. so <laughs> I would love a party that just had sort of like everything you needed. Um, by that, you can't have everything. So the top three for me would be like one area that's soundproof on the outside, but on the inside, it is just like the best dance tracks ever. <laughs> like whatever, um, first thing that comes to mind are like BTS, right? You're just dancing the whole time. And it's like very upbeat, very fun and catchy, probably some like jazz and blues thrown in there, like some really like classics, just rah, mixing it up the whole night. And it's all of my favorite songs because this party is clearly all about me. <laughs> and then the other one would be like a room where it's like snacks, endless snacks and mingling. <laughs> I'm a snack master 3000. And I would love to just like make sure that if I was dancing, great, then I have the snack room and I can mingle and like have the people, have the juice, have the, have the juice. W- yeah, have the hydration stations and all the things. And then the third room would be like a nap room. Like if you're just like <laughs> needing to just like a quick 10, 15 before you're ready to rally again, uh, you can just nap and chill. Maybe people are reading in there. Maybe you're flitting about on in your cardigan, like up on the bookshelves, <laughs> grabbing people books. Like in the back, you just see you like, whoosh, like whisking back and forth. <laughs> Maybe that's where you live at my party. I don't know. <laughs> but it just like caters to everyone's needs and it has everything you need uh, to just have a great time. Because I feel like parties in general, like, 
you go to a party with the expectation of like, I have to be social. I have to just like turn everything up to a hundred if I, if I, you know, whatever my personality type is of like, okay, I'm going to mingle with people. I've got to really try. But this party is just like, I mean, you can try. You can try in this room. You can try in this room, but you really don't have to try in this room. (laughs) No one wants to talk to you in here. (laughs) And that would be amazing. (laughs) I think you just described like kindergarten. (laughs) Especially the rager part. (laughs) Just a bunch of kids, just a bunch of adults with the zoomies is exactly what that room is. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can add coloring books too. That's very <laughs> that's very allowed. Yeah. Honestly, up to interpretation. I just I just know that like the best kind of party is one where like you don't have to just like do what everybody wants you to do or just have to be there the whole time. Like maybe you're with a partner and your partner's like wanting to go hard. I'm just like, but I just want to eat snacks and maybe not. Mm -hmm. So you can do that and both have a really equally lovely time. I love that. Yeah. Me Uh, too. It seems like there's like a lot of like technical uh, stuff involved though. So like. Oh, yeah. Um. My initial reaction was to be like, I'm going to take your technical um, right brain and tell it to shut (laughs) up. Okay, I was just going to ask where you're going to host this and if it's going to be at your house. Ooh, that's no, that's actually, I won't shut that down. You can edit that out because that's such, I asked you the same question. I thought you were going to like, okay, so like what time do people arrive? Like how long does this room go on? Is this room all night? No, that's, that's the after show. Do you have to like have a sign up sheet? Uh, for what room you want to be in and how long? Is there a clipboard for renting for like who's got the car? See, uh, oh, uh, I got the reference. But, there it is. See, you thought of all these things, not me. I'm just here going with the flow, so. I've never felt so attacked in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> that was deeply personal. I hope you know that that, like, oh. that affected me. I said it with love. I know. All right. Your actual question was where would it be hosted? And that's so yes. fair. I also don't want to host the party. Um, and I think most of that comes from the fact that I used to host parties and events for a living and I just, I'm really good at it, but I don't enjoy it. Like there's, and there's a difference. So I feel like I'd be worried about everyone else the whole night of like whether or not they're having a good time in the room that they're in and whether it's the right room for them. (laughs) Um, yeah. Anyways. So without trying to like bring that energy in, I could not host the party um i would want to just show up and i would want it to be someone that like really loves hosting parties that to me is my favorite like if their thing is to host and to be the one hosting with the mosting like amazing where do i sign i will be there and just i will have the best time because it's my perfect not my perfect it's my most fulfilling party idea yeah yeah also what a dream right to just like um well i guess maybe maybe this like alludes to your wedding day which i guess we're almost out of time, so maybe we'll get to that one in the next episode. Because okay. if you're if you're willing to talk about your wedding, oh god, I will just cry the whole time because that's all I did on your wedding day. Everyone <laughs> just cried their way through it. But what a dream to just like hire someone to plan a day that's all about you and your favorite things that you don't have to organize. And I thought of your wedding. 
Well, you did a you did a lot of work for that I one. I don't though. think. Yeah, we didn't hire anyone to organize it though. Well, I, okay, I digress. I oh, thought of okay. your wedding day because it was <laughs> like everything was so wonderful that day. But yeah, I I I now I, I now realize my mistake that I also like we all set it up with you. But there are wedding coordinators out there, right? Yes. That that yes. job exists. So the two collided. I mean, the only reason why I'm like, oh, we didn't do that. It's like, quick tangent. It's like, I thought about, like, my wedding day, too. And, like, how I'm, like, so stressed about host, well, hosting in quotes, you know, it. Because I'm like, I just want everyone to be happy. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, don't want to host that. So, yes, yeah. wedding planner would have been, it was, it was fun. I mean, well, super stressful for me. But yeah. <laughs> Well, I think, yeah. Okay, here we go. Double lead in for, for next time. Maybe um, we'll, we'll see. Maybe that's where the wind will blow us because let me tell you, I have lots of stories about what did or didn't work as a wedding coordinator as well yeah. in, my pre- in, in my previous jobs, in my previous life. Yeah, you have so many lives. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. That wasn't a judgment. That's no, I know. I know. I know you mean that genuinely right. as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you said it with love, as you oh, always yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> well, until next time, then. Until next time, have a have a great rest of your day, and here's to one day attending the ideal party. Yeah. No, Someday. absolutely. Yep, I would love to attend your party. Your party sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, I want to attend your party. Great. <laughs> party, party on, Wayne. Ooh, don't.